0: Hey, this is Bez Stone. And this is Freya Dietrich. And welcome to the Infinite Relating Podcast. Hello, Infinite folks. Hi, welcome back. We're so happy to be here. Always. Always. (laughs) Yeah. Really. I mean, yeah, it's... I wonder if there will ever be a day where we don't want to talk about this. We're like, "Oh, again." <laughs> it's interesting. I've had I've had the moment or this week.
1: I've had the moment of like, "Oh, I'm I'm done reading healing books. I can't mm. read another fucking healing book. Like mm. I, I get it. I got yeah. it. Like if I if I can't if it's not in there, it's not getting in there yeah. at this point." So it but that's with like that level, but with this, like this, is all I want to talk about yeah. all the time, still
0: every day. Aww. I love it. Yeah, and practice. Yeah, I've gone through several cycles of like that with with like nonfiction, personal growthy kind of books, yeah, or, or even courses workshops stuff like that where I'll go through a heavy period of a few years where I'm really into it and then I'll I'll need a break you know yeah I'll I think this like, is my I first time do something shallow right yeah <laughs> like, do I have to be
1: working on myself all the time no and I can. <laughs> it's still but maybe in just other ways, in yeah, other ways yeah totally
0: integration integration yeah which is what we're doing yeah
1: totally and today today our topic came from one of our conversations this week which is usually how it works. Yeah, like and your I,
0: text message. Yeah,
1: yeah, I texted you and I was, or I said, or voice message and I was like is it is it weird that Lee and I don't fight? Like <laughs> we've been seeing each other for quite a while and I'm like we I've not been in a relationship that was this much of a relationship, in your mm. quotes, that I didn't that didn't involve fighting. That didn't yeah. involve like yeah, some conflict of well sometimes mass proportions and other times and yeah. smaller so to look back i'm like wow we we don't even go into that zone and I'm like mm-hmm. is that is that weird Am I, yeah. are we like are we bypassing something totally. are we
0: holding something right right or is there no passion Ooh. you know i think i just saw a post on social about that today from a friend talking about how she used to really feel that you know, volatility in a relationship was a normal byproduct of passion. And that lots of relationship coaches even will talk about this. And I'm not saying anyone's wrong or right or anything, but that is certainly, as a very historically volatile person and reactive person (laughs) still, I'd say I'm reactive now more than volatile. Mm. Um, I feel things and then I respond. (laughs) And that just happens really quickly. Um, But I don't yell or slam doors anymore very often, uh, which I'm proud of. But yeah, I used to think that, I mean, Definitely, like the shit show dumpster fire kind of relationships <laughs> Zog. But in previously, we're just because I'm a passionate person. Like I'm in area double areas, you know I'm right. I've got big energy. like yeah. I love hard, you know all these things So it's inescapable, right? because yeah, and and then the whole trauma response from childhood between that, which I now know at least we know is now a trauma response where you aren't even comfortable if you're not fighting. like, it's scary to have it just be peaceful and easy, and it's like, are, don't you care about I, me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is there anything here? Are we just right. like permits or whatever. Why aren't you, yeah, why aren't you annoyed and bitching? And yeah, totally. And
1: yeah. I even, I even in the last few weeks, I remember having one night that I was like really irritable about something, and it was it was something to do with like oh, things yeah. at home. I remember and that. I was driving to dance, and yeah, and I was like, I really want to start a fight with Lee. <laughs> like I could just, like it would feel good in my body. That was like the sensation, yeah. knowing that I've caught and especially because. All my frustration had nothing to do with him, but he's my safe person, which is, you know, what we do. Right. But instead I got to move it somatically on the dance floor. And that's the thing, like, the, I think those sensations still arise, those, those knee-jerk reactions. Like we yeah. talked about this where we're, you know, when we might, our partner might say something and there might be inside of well, like, fuck you, like, yeah. you know, fuck you. That's fine. I'm never, I'm actually probably not going to speak to you ever again. Like <laughs> that's totally, so that's, yep. it's still in there. We're just, we're just like not letting that
0: drive. Yeah. Totally. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So we were talking bo- right before we started recording that Max and I have been together for almost eight months, which is not, you know, five years or eight years. Right. But it's definitely not eight days either. Yeah. And you and Lee aren't counting, but it's been a while. Yeah. A couple, <laughs> couple of months shy of what time. you guys are. Yeah. And that neither of us have ever had what I would consider a fight. Yeah. Yeah. you, you No, know, not like, at all. We've had ruptures, which I think is going to be cool to talk about the distinction between that. Um, but no actual fights. Yeah, at mm. least I'll speak for myself because I can't remember what you said about this. But I've definitely had. There's one, one time where his good behavior prevented us from having a fight because I I started right. it and he didn't pick up pick it up. So that's something to talk about. But I gave him a good opportunity if he wanted to. Yeah, which is great. He could have picked it up and we could have had a fight right then. Um, because I was yeah because I snapped at him and then. Some other times that I'll also look forward to talking about on the podcast where something happened and certainly, like you were saying, I could have, I definitely could have decided in the past I probably would have picked a fight, but because of infinite relating, I didn't want to, and it Mm. wasn't authentic for me to do that. And so that's, yeah, that to me is really juicy as well.
1: Yeah. I think that's, I mean, when I'm having those reactions, when I have had those challenging moments, it's the awareness of you know how empowered I am in this relationship and and what do I what do I want with this like Mm -hmm. do I want to just move this feeling in the easiest way possible which is to lash out or avoid or whatever or do I actually like want to come to some like like deeper intimacy and deeper understanding of each other and so having that kind of like guiding me it allows me to like move through these challenges and I and as always a lot of the times when I'm having one of these, like when we've had these maybe like challenging conversations with my partner or a rupture, if I don't know what to do yet, I, I reach out to you Bez, like totally. that. I mean, and it's, <laughs> it's essential. I think just because yeah. it's like, let me, and sometimes even just like, I think a lot, a lot of the times we leave a voice message and by the time that we're done with it, we've have our own answers, but just having a safe person to be like, is this really, is this true? Is this yeah. whatever I'm feeling? Is this true? Is this really where I'm coming from? through coming from is this really the challenge or is there something deeper is there some older wounding that's probably guiding me or making me react in a certain yeah. way and just just like that self-management piece of totally I don't I I don't want to come at my partner in a reactive way I don't yeah. I don't I don't want the response that that's going to elicit
0: yes you know like totally. that <laughs> yeah maybe that's maybe we can start there with kind of dissecting for each of us what is the difference between a rupture and a fight yeah Cause we both, we both have stated here, like, yeah, we've had some ruptures in our partnerships. Right. Um, but not fights. And so, yeah, I'd love to talk about like, what's the difference?
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, the, it definitely doesn't have the reactivity. Like for me, fights used to be yelling, sometimes throwing things, mm-hmm. <laughs> yelling, name calling, projecting, um, blaming Yeah. That, that I think that's a big, a big piece. Um, yeah, like, it's something that you did wrong, you hurt me, yeah. you have to change this, this is all your fault, mm-hmm. it's some of that outward projection, and it's it's focused, like, on blame as opposed to, like, what do I really want here, like, what was I wanting that I, in this moment, maybe felt I wasn't getting, mm-hmm. and so I think the distinction isn't, like, I think the rupture is what happens at the beginning of a fight, and then what we do with it is is how, um, how it becomes either a rupture in a challenging conversation that we are, you know, kind of working through together yeah. or it becomes a reactive fight, yeah. which is oftentimes based on old wounding, maybe something that happened in another previous conversation. I mean, at least I think of my old relationships, like how- the cumulative effects yeah, that you would bring to every totally. fight. Cause each fight wasn't just about what happened. It was about this. And then the 20 times before that you did the thing that I was resentful about, but I never said anything. Yeah. Um, and we're this it's like I think it's just it's so much about the intention.
0: Mm-hmm. We are
1: coming into the any interaction with our beloved with this intention of like I I love this person, I love being with this person, I trust that this person loves me, I trust that the, we we are in this together and we want to treat each other with love and respect. And and really I think I think that's it. Like trusting myself and trusting my partner's intention. That was huge. Mm-hmm. I remember like one of the really challenging um first times with Lee where we both kind of triggered each other at the same Mm -hmm. within this, you know, same incident. And, and we, we, when we separated, we were like driving home and we were going to connect later. And I just remember feeling like, I, I don't even know. I have no idea what to do here. Like how do we come back together when both of us are hurting? Both of us are triggered. I did not want him to process his side with me. I was not misunderstood but yeah, yeah. And I was like, I can't, I, I, do I don't have the capacity to process this with you in like the the loving way that the books tell me I should or whatever and and but I but I, then I was able to drop into but I trust that we both really care about each other and we both actually want want to like honor and hold each other through this and that we're gonna figure it out yeah and and I think that just like holding that intention anytime mm-hmm. there's a rupture or there's a challenging conversation um yeah that for me is like really been really helpful and and then I can like still let those feelings run through my body and like those thought patterns that are maybe tricky and but i i'm I'm kind of watching them and owning them and like questioning them and looking at them with curiosity mm-hmm. rather than just like responding and letting it you know yeah. spew all over him
0: yeah totally yeah. I love that I love that like remembrance of of seeing my partner with goodwill, seeing anyone yeah. you know, with goodwill, and how often I totally agree that when when ruptures escalate into fights or fights happen, you know, then it is often because of that lack of goodwill, lack of being able to see the other person as having good intentions, right. as having their own experience. Yeah, for me, the rupture is like something happened. You know, something happened that destabilized my serenity like a a kind of harmony between us was disrupted in an unpleasant way because sometimes harmony is disrupted in a really fun way yeah you know like some energy gets injected into the relationship and it's like "Woo, wow that's spicy (laughs) that's one thing i like love about max i mean of the many many but one thing i remember at the beginning of our relationship when we were talking about um you know seeing other people or being sexual or intimate with other people flirting with other people because we have you know we have an agreement that That's part of what we both want that's part of how our sexuality runs is to have that openness. And I remember him saying, you know, I'm kind of less into making all these rules and more into see checking, like letting ourselves and letting you, you know, me do whatever I want to do. And then when he feels that zing inside, that's good information. And right. he's like, oh, that zing of like, woo, ouch, that's a little spicy. You know, like, <laughs> okay, like I'm seeing Bez like, you know, smile at this other person or dance in a sexy way at a party with someone else or even openly, you know, be attracted to someone else. and Or make those noises that I'm yeah. to make her make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that he's like, that inf- that's just good information for me yeah. to have. So sometimes harmony is disrupted. In ways that don't feel rupturing. I feel like rupturing happens when, you know, there's a break in, in that feeling of goodwill, in the trust. There's a there's an emotion that is difficult for me to sit with. That yeah, literally feels like something shatters. You know, between yeah. me and my partner, or like a wall gets thrown up, or a chasm opens up, and suddenly it's like whoa! Like we were just everything was great, and now like where are you? And, right. where, and what are what's going on? And there's that confused feeling about it. And to me, that's, it's been one of the most magical things about infinite relating in this current relationship I'm in, which is that when ruptures happen, I've been able to, for the most part, stay with it and just keep kind of expressing, um, more noticing the rupture as opposed to escalating it. Yeah. And to me, yeah. the escalation into a fight is all about Uh, for me at least power struggle like it's all a a control thing Mm. and it's about a power struggle of like who's right and who's wrong and more so like who wronged the other person and my teacher gay hendrix who we talk about often with the big leap and the upper limit stuff he would always talk about like the race for the victim position (laughs) you know (laughs) it's like the race for like no you fucked me over and like you said that thing that hurt me and therefore like I deserve an apology or like I have the right to be upset and now be making your life miserable because you started it. And, you know, like it's this, it's a power struggle over who is the victim, you know, really, um, it's kind of what I think it ultimately boils down to.
1: Yeah. The righteousness that comes with that. Totally
0: the righteousness and
1: yeah. and i the, for me it's like the our, our culture supports that so much and we've talked yeah. about this before how you know like your man is supposed to t- treat you right he's supposed to treat you right. with respect and that means he does this 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 and this and he's always there for you you know and it's like but but are those actually things that i want or mm-hmm. are those outside mark? yeah it's just like are they I'm, realistic are they realistic
0: <laughs> yeah yeah totally um
1: yeah, right, so I are think it's human? are they
0: humanizing human? yeah. or dehumanizing or
1: just yeah. discounting of yeah of them as an entire person with mm-hmm. their own hopes, dreams and desires. So that I think the so when you're looking for support or you're looking for answers in this, it's sometimes it's hard because the cultural norm for me has has really pushed me into a way that wasn't aligned with what I was actually wanting and needing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was sometimes like demanding more because I needed to prove to the outside world that I was in a good relationship. Oh my
0: god, I so relate to right? that. Yeah, yeah, it was like
1: it wasn't, wasn't, it didn't have anything to do with what I needed. It was like, yeah. no, this is what a good man does, and this is what you're supposed to be. Or I'm failing at this relationship, yeah. and everyone's going to see me as as a failure in this relationship.
0: Oh my god, I so relate with that. Yeah, I feel like for me, the way it sounded in my head was like an empowered woman would would demand Mm, this kind of treatment. Like an empowered woman wouldn't let someone treat her that way. Exactly. Or if I were really empowered, he would want to, you know, show up for me in a certain way. And so I had to make that happen because I wanted to be strong and I wanted to be empowered and I didn't want to be a doormat. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That doormat line is really, is really, that's been a huge thing for me. Um, Yeah. Just in my personal growth, like as someone we both talk about this, like we both have like strong women, you know, Joan of Arc <laughs> like, parts of us that are really large. Yeah. And um, yeah, I feel like that I go to Al-Anon, like maybe I've talked about on the podcast. And one of the big things that I gained from that program, which is just, you know, one teaching of many, but I feel like a lot of spiritual practices talk about kind of the middle ground and finding the sweet spot and... And like, how to how to yield to reality in a way mm. that isn't like being a doormat, you know? Right. And that distinction has been a really big practice for me, because my knee jerk reaction is like, well, I'm not going to be taken advantage of here. Exactly. You know, like yeah. I'm going to like, but but that would sort of dehumanize the other person, or not look for an actual win win that saw them as someone who wasn't just totally insane <laughs> and out to get me and evil. Right but instead like a a perfect whole human being that maybe had some challenges that were really hard to deal with for me, maybe required boundaries, you know? And I think alcoholism is a very classic example of when there's, it's clearly not about letting someone else just run the show, you know, at all, in any case. Um, But yeah, there's something about that with infinite relating too, where because of our commitment to, to reality as it is, to respecting each other, as autonomous, free, sovereign beings that have the right to our own opinions, to exit and enter relationships as we choose to, to be safe, you know, to have opinions that differ from each other's, um, that that's so okay. And, and desired. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what the juiciness is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm like
1: really when I come, it's coming back to sovereignty. When I'm in these interactions, when I'm having a challenging interaction, um, instead of looking at the, the, I'm the strong woman who's going to show the world right. how, you know, that I'm not a doormat, right. I'm, I'm really connecting with, no, I'm a sovereign being mm.
0: and my partner
1: is a sovereign being. And in that I am empowered yeah. and, and how can I use that energy to connect with my partner? Like I said, like if it, if the is because I feel like I'm not getting something that I'm supposed that I thought I was supposed to be having, or they, yeah. they disappointed me, finger quotes in some way, um, it's like, where's my power to communicate with them? What I want and need to ask for what I want and need? Cause yeah. I think a lot of the time we, we assume they know and, and they just don't because yeah. you know, like half the time we don't even know what we want or need. So why would, why would anyone else know? So it's like this, it's that balance of like, I'm empowered. I can ask for what I want and need. My partner's empowered. And it at every time like at all times we we're going to honor that and trust that like you said like they either one of us could walk away at any time so so really it's like what can i do that's like the like the biggest invitation to the most uh, like loving exciting mm-hmm. way for us to come together not like it's like when you talk about like win win, I was like yes, win win because I am really I don't want to be in compromise energy. Yeah. Like that was another thing that was like if we're working to compromise energy, like somebody has to give up something, and right. then that I feel like that eventually leads to resentment or boredom or whatever, yeah. and we're out. Yeah, but it's like no, like we we both want this to be a really good connection. Yeah, and trusting that and coming from that energy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah. I feel like it's taken a long time for me to really understand that. Because I I have historically been a fighter and I've, I've finger quote, won a lot of fights because I'm Mm. pretty good, you know, (laughs) Right. like I, I can maintain aggression (laughs) in, in ways that, you know, might overpower people have historically done that. And I've also lost a lot of fights, you know, with, especially with men, um, in intimate relationships because it's scary, you know, it's scary to be yelled at and I don't like it at all. Um, I don't think anyone likes that really. Right. Yeah, except in certain maybe like kinky situations, maybe, yeah. but those are totally different. That's like we're role playing, right? You know? exactly. like we're role playing is. some of this stuff that happens in real life so we can heal and yeah. And I um got distracted by that, <laughs> <laughs> like thought bubble. I and know bedroom scene. Well, sometimes it's fun to be all that. <laughs> yes, mm. not really though. I always want to be good. In a kinky oh. situation, I do not like being punished at all. Right. Uh, yeah. No, I want sp- to be, like, showered with praise for how great I am <laughs> <laughs> and how good I'm at following directions <laughs> or having <laughs> orgasms or whatever. I it's wish like... everyone could see the way you glow right
1: now. I just, t- energy totally shifted.
0: <laughs> such a great,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, and talk to me sternly. Like, make sure I'm, you know, not stepping out of line, but I don't want to be yelled mm. at.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. so, some people like being yelled at
1: absolutely some people
0: like being bratty and that could be hot for sure
1: yeah, and it could be really healing for this work yeah. so you're staying you know in in rupture zone and not in fighting zone right. like this could be some of the great places that you get that energy out yeah i know actually with lee i love we especially at dance but even um sometimes not a dance like do i say, share this um i love the push pull like we will like kind of like wrestle and fight and mm. and like really push against each other and if i'm having a really tough time sometimes i'll ask him to lay on top of me mm. and sometimes
0: <laughs> i
1: love that sometimes it can be really helpful to be choked a little bit yeah. like in a really safe mm-hmm. you know consensual way yeah. like that it's like it's like that struggle in this, like, loving <clears throat> container, it can really discharge some of that energy. Oh, yeah. So,
0: yeah, there are scenarios was like, how much do I share? <laughs> we yes. are going to do an infinite sex podcast someday. We yeah. should do an infinite kink pro- I mean, because I can, yeah, there's a lot to say about kinkifying, Yes. Um, you know, unpleasant experiences even that we've had in our past and have done all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, I, th- I think those are really,
1: great, there are great, there's so many solutions. Yes.
0: Um, other yeah. than fighting
1: and yelling and projecting and blaming. Right, and taking it so seriously.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and I got, like, some of these rupture, like, I, they can feel really sad and scary and hopeless. And oh I God, yeah. I have been in even interactions with Lee where I just, like, sobbed, Yeah. you know? And it's like that would, the, in that situation, it probably would have been a fight in previous connections. But because of the tools that we both have and the commitment to... yeah to such deep care for each other, um, I think the biggest thing for me is that, that i really respect and appreciate about Lee, is that I can, I can share all of my feelings, I can share all of my hurt, and he doesn't get defensive, because Mm -hmm. he's not, I can share him, and I'm not in a way of, like, this is what's happening, it doesn't mean I'm blaming you, it doesn't mean you're wrong, and, and I think the the beautiful dances, I can do it in a way without making him wrong or blaming yeah. him, and he can also hold it and listen to it without getting defensive, yeah. which I think it can be really hard to do when your your beloved is hurting and they're crying and they're falling yeah. apart yeah to not to not want to kind of defend yourself, but so to be able to have our full range of feelings with each other, yeah, even when they suck, even when it's hard yeah and 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 be able to hold it, I mean I think that's been a big a big reason we're not fighting, yeah. I, I totally see yeah, that, and I've not had I've not had it to. I mean, I've not had it before, not to discount past past partners, but part of it is I just I wasn't able to um, feel safe enough in myself to like yeah. really, really open up yeah. and share those hard
0: feelings. Yeah, and I think what you shared just highlights to me two really important things, two really important aspects of connection, which is how I deliver something, mm. and then how the other person or I in the flip situation receive something. Yeah. You know? Like and I feel like those are these two halves of responsibility and a communication where I endeavor to part of the reason I think I don't fight as much anymore is that I have got, gotten a lot more comfortable being vulnerable and actually feeling into what's underneath. Right. So before we started talking about kink and getting choked <laughs> and stuff, I was talking about how it took me a while. I didn't finish this thought. To realize that winning a fight is not actually winning a fight. Right. You know, like, to actually win and have that adrenaline feeling of, like, yeah, I fucked this person over. Like, I triumph. Like, they're on the ground. Like, oh, <laughs> you know? Like, might give this little hit of, like, ah, oh, I won. Yeah,
1: yeah. That feels but good in the body somewhere. Yeah.
0: For, like, <laughs> ten moment. seconds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can feel it now, just even having, like, <laughs> played that out. I'm like, Ugh. After the adrenaline's over, then you're like, fuck, I just kind of destroyed any potential collaboration with this co-parent, ex-husband, current partner, child, whatever it is, right. you know, like it, it does, it does so much damage that I think it, in most cases, it ends up being a lose-lose. Of course, there are, there are times when like absolute atrocities going on and you need to like,
1: you need go to court way. and win, yeah, you know, yeah. like, of
0: course there's, there's times, but I feel like those are much, much, much less often than um, times when, yeah, when, when there when it when there is a more of that, there is more yield, you know, and there mm-hmm. is more vulnerability. And so yeah. I think for me, I remember a therapist years ago when I was in my past relationship and having a tough time and doing a lot of fighting. Um, she gave me this worksheet. It's actually really cool. And it was kind of like how to re-language some of the things I was saying as more vulnerable. Because vulnerability is one of these like buzzwords to me that I've always been like I don't know how to do it. I don't know if I'm doing it. I don't know what it is. Like people talk about being vulnerable. I think I'm bad at it or I was, (laughs) but I don't actually know why. Like it was just very confusing. Right. And so she was giving me this worksheet to kind of help me out. And it would translate like something I would, would have used to have said, like, you know, I don't know. I can't stand the way you, I can't stand the way you ignore me or that you don't share yourself with me or that you're, you know, you don't even care about me. There we go. Right. You don't even care about me anymore. Um, and translating that into, like, uh, I feel lonely in this mm. relationship. And and I feel nervous about the fact that maybe you don't love me as much as I love you. Or something like that. You know, just right. getting to the more... And as soon as I read that, I, I am lonely. I remember, I'll never forget, I was like, I'm not saying that. <laughs> like, Horrible. Like, what? <laughs> And then I almost made me want to cry because I was yeah. like, I am lonely. Uh, and if someone came to me and was like, I feel lonely in this relationship, I would just be like, I don't care how much you've been fighting. I would be like, oh, my God. That is such a relatable, horrible human yeah. feeling. I, it's hard for me to imagine not having my heart softened just instantly from that kind of communication as opposed to like, you know, you're ignoring me. You clearly don't like me anymore. i like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, you, you, know, you, like, you, you blame, you, blame, yeah. blame. Like something needs to change here. You know, just the whole yeah. push. So I do think that that's um something that I'm that helps me when I feel a rupture has happened. Um, even it's a really small one. Like we had a really small one happen last night with um Max was we had planned for him to spend the night last night. He ended up coming over the night before unexpectedly, which was wonderful. And then when last night came, he you know, his needs had changed and yeah. so he needed to go home. Uh, for various reasons that I don't need to go into very, very legitimate, very <laughs> valid reasons, but it happened pretty suddenly. And I, I was like, it was shocking. I was like, wait, what? You're not staying. And yeah, yeah, it was, it was an uncomfortable way that the message was delivered. <laughs> that was hard for me to hear at that moment, you know? So anyway, it was very minor, but I did feel it in my body. I yeah. felt like, um, that kind of cold shutdown start to happen. Well, first I felt hurt First I felt shocked it was just shocking news and then I felt hurt yeah um and then I felt the wall come up and I was like well I'm ignoring you for the next (laughs) at least 12 hours I'm not saying goodnight. like you know if you want to go home like fine just fucking go but like don't expect me to like you know pay any attention to you if you're gonna make those kinds of choices (laughs) that protector swoops in swooped in yeah Yeah. and the tea gets sick um (laughs) I think that, yeah, I'm trying to track like, I mean, partly when that when that voice comes in now with all the infinite relating and the talking you and I've been doing and just processing through all these knee-jerk reactions, most of the time I'm able to sort of hear that and be like, huh, okay, like I'm feeling hurt yeah, or scared or vulnerable or sad, disappointed. I think that's more what it was. I don't know. Hurt can be kind of a weird one. Because it implies, like, someone hurt you, and that, that can get a little weird for it's me. It's funny, because I feel like disappointment implies this. So oh, really? really? Yeah. So. Disappointment to <clears throat> me is just, like, I had an expectation it wasn't met. I'm disappointed. Right. It doesn't feel... It feels less blameful for me than hurt. Okay. Yeah. So I felt disappointed. And, um, yeah, and just noticing noticing that, like you were saying at the beginning of the episode, noticing the part of me that wanted to just you know, withdraw completely and punish him.
1: Yes. Not, yeah, not yeah. just withdraw to, to take care of you, but to be yeah. like, fuck you, yeah. you hurt me. Yeah. you Now you get to feel what it's like to be lonely and
0: sad. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lonely and sad now, so now you also get to be lonely and sad, even though I wasn't actually that lonely and that sad. Right, but, but it's... No, it totally came it... up, and I was like, all right, dude, you want to... Yeah, and it speak. doesn't even have to yeah. match the degree of injury <laughs> no. at all. It's not just like, no, I'm
1: full guns. Yeah, yeah, you... Mm-hmm.
0: I had the whole week planned out after that. So this <laughs> happened on a Wednesday night. We're we're seeing each other Friday and then I have a big event on Saturday that he's of course helping me with and everything. I had the whole week mapped out. I was like, cool. I'm not texting him till Friday. <laughs> and then when I see him on Friday <laughs> It's going to be really awkward, and I'm going to look at him, and he's going to feel it. we both through it, and I'm going to be like, this is Ice what happens balls. when you Ice don't balls. keep your agreement. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what did you expect? You know, I had right. the whole thing. Like I was, like, running with it. Like, wow. not my true self. And right. I was observing this sort of – I was sort of, like, chuckling at myself. I was like, wow, this is really – it." but yeah, it happens. It happens, And in yeah. the past, I think I would have definitely gone into control at that point, and I would have – pouted, yeah, picked a fight, tried to convince him of otherwise, even if I didn't, it's not even like I care that much. I mean, we literally just spent the night previously together, had an amazing time, super connected. I'm seeing him in two days. Like, there's no problem. You know, there's no problem at all. And I want him to take care of himself and (laughs) his needs and go home if he needs to so that he can manage his energy and be a sovereign human. Right. Yeah, exactly. But those, so I think that that's kind of how it goes for me is that those... Those feelings and those impulses and those that old programming sort of comes can come, like, roaring through me. And then it does take some amount of, like, self-coaching of yeah. being, like, actually, you know, slowing it down and thinking to myself, like, if I actually listened to this voice and did these things, that would lead me towards the relationship I don't want. Right. You know, that would lead towards him doing things out of obligation. And the minute we start acting out of obligation with each other, we just know because we've been in enough shitty relationships. <laughs> like we said, the very first podcast, it's like, how did any relating happen? How did it come to be? It's like, cause I was sick of shitty relationships where I acted like an asshole, you know, yeah. like, that's really it. And so, yeah, just really coaching myself and reminding myself, like, yeah, if I exert, if I do a control move right now, try to win the power struggle guilt him, shame him, pressure him, punish him, any of right. those things, um, pout, whine, like all these co- manipulations. Yeah, passing, yeah. yeah, all of it. Then all I'm doing is is pushing our relationship in a direction I actually don't want to go. Right. And that self-management has been, yeah, like super key for me. And there was only those two times where I, buy, like my uh, reaction was so much that it just bypassed my cerebral cortex <laughs> and I like just said the thing right away. <laughs> right. sometimes it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't be like okay, well, I'm having some really shitty thoughts, but I'm not going to say them. I'm just going to like breathe and sort of observe. It just like the shitty thought just turned, but, came out of my mind. I mean,
1: I definitely know like the fuck you response is like it's it's just in there waiting. Yeah. It's so easily <laughs> like I might not actually say it, but it's it, it's there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's <laughs> good to like yeah. <laughs> manage it yeah yeah it and I like I like the attention to what type of relationship do I want Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: so when you're looking at these and looking at these feelings I think the other piece that I want to make note of is compassion I want to have compassion for myself because the old story is I would watch myself do this and then I would beat myself up For being so broken. Look at me. I've been in all these dysfunctional relationships. I'm so broken. I can't even have a normal relationship because look at the way I'm freaking out inside. And so being able to witness that with compassion of like, oh yeah, this is, this used to be the way, you know, and, and I have some wounding in there that sometimes gets triggered. And and so it's going to come up and letting that piece come through and then, and then recommitting to, okay, these were my responses. Those are my old tools. I could do all of those things. Mm -hmm. They are, they are options. But really, what what is my intention? What am I wanting in this relationship, or what am I wanting even even this moment in this relationship? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and like you said too, you, before, like, so this is the opportunity to maybe maybe you don't want him to change anything because you said you it was no. okay. You want him to manage himself. You want yeah. him to take care of you. Want
0: and I didn't so, need him. And you, it wasn't and like a night exactly. where I was like, babe, oh god, I, I know you, I know you want to go home and do something, but like I like this is going to be really really hard for me to right. have something going on with my kid or I have something coming up or I'm sick, you know, something, which is around an life. option Can to, speak to, yeah, yeah, to sure. speak to but
1: that. Yeah. To speak to that, at all.
0: but you didn't, you, that wasn't so to just, so,
1: but you also didn't, um, you didn't shut down. You didn't shut him out. And I think you said you did meet him with vulnerability then, right? Like you were able to come and tell him yeah. later. Like, yeah. And I think that to me is, I know, especially when I was investigating this week and I was like, Oh, is it weird that we don't fight? It's like, oh, are we withholding? Mm-hmm. Are we are we not fighting because we're withholding our hurts? Yeah. And so I love the piece of yeah. like you actually did share your vulnerability, like oh, you know, it's just it just kind of caught me off guard the way you said it, or you know, mm-hmm. like this I felt this and it kind of like you know there was a little disappointment. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. It's okay that I have these feelings, but I just want you to know that yeah, I had a little I had a little sensation, I had a little experience, internal experience, right. and I think for me that's like when I did even my check in with Lee, I was like I even asked him, I was like, is it weird that we don't fight? Um, and we kind of did this check in. It was like, no, we're not, we're not, we're not fighting because we're, we're like bypassing or mm-hmm. withholding. It's, we are, we are sharing a lot of, yeah, lot you of vulner- yeah we, mm-hmm. we go deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We share a lot of vulnerable things that I I wouldn't have said in past relationships. I just would have like held it on It's something yeah. I have to like clench down, but. I think so. That is what I'm really appreciating is like we can share these little vulnerable moments. You shared that vulnerability with Max last night, and that's it.
0: Right, and then you get to like move through it. Right. We've texted a lot since then. (laughs) I'm not planning on being an asshole on Friday. Just so you know, babe. (laughs) It's all good. The ice queen is (laughs) not gonna (laughs) appear. Yeah, and I think that what you're saying brings me back to that that other half of this, you know, communication exchange. Which is the win-win? Which is like I'm gonna pr- I'm going to speak in a way that I'm not gonna take more than 100% responsibility for this. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna bend over backwards and say it exactly perfect so that you don't react. You know, that's right. Too fun. Don't take but I'm gonna take. speak in a way that is more vulnerable, where I am taking ownership, where I am slowing the reactivity down as much as I can. Yeah. Or where I'm, you know, sometimes I can't, and I'm like, whoo, I'm having a lot of a lot of feelings, but I'm not like aiming them, you know, and do, and starting that fight. And then I feel like the other half is um, something that our partners do really, really well. Now, I think I know I do, too. And I think you do also, which is receiving someone's truth without freaking out about it. Yeah. Because, you know, like Max and I did talk about that a little bit this morning um, because he was, yeah, how did it come up? I guess we were talking about this event I have on Saturday that he's helping me with. And I was saying, you know, I really appreciate you for being there just because he's my partner. You know, I'm not like paying him or anything, but he's just going to kind of be my right hand man um, during the event. And I just told him this morning, I, I want to make sure that you don't get resentful because I know that can happen. You know, mm. when we, when I overly rely on someone without them feeling compensated, it doesn't right. have to be financially, but just feeling appreciated, feeling valued, seen, yeah. whatever um, acknowledged. So I was like, I just really want to make sure that that doesn't happen. And if, will you let me know if you need anything to feel good about helping me out this heavily? And he was like, of course, of course, like, you know, you, you give me so much on the daily, this feels just like natural extension. I want to do this like Beautiful. for me. And he was also like, I think last night is actually a good example of why you can trust me to not overextend myself because I didn't Yeah, like that was a, that was an exact example. He said of like when he needed, he needed to go home for his own self care and he knew I wanted to hang out with him and he also wanted to hang out with me too, but he knew he, he knew that he needed to go home. Yeah. And so I think there is that trustworthiness that you and I both felt with these guys and with ourselves too, where, they don't go into, like, rescue mode so quickly. Right. You know, because... And part of that's because we're not, you know, acting like... you know We're not whining and doing the positive, passive pouty stuff that elicits that response. But also, it can be difficult, you know, when our partner... Even if the message is delivered in a really thoughtful, vulnerable way... Yeah. It can still be hard to be like, wow, you're disappointed in me? Like, shit, maybe Mm. I need to change my behavior. Maybe I should... Maybe I should do the opposite of what I I need because I should you know, I, I want to be a good partner and right. hey, there's so many yeah, ways really partners really or like me. he's angry or upset at me and it's like, oh my God, that's like the one thing I need to fix. And even I think that can be really difficult, especially for, for men. It's not always along gender lines, but I think historically, at least culturally, like if a guy is angry, then it's like, the woman is like, I must play Kate. I have to fix everything. Yes, like, it's okay if you're angry. Like you're a human. I get angry too. Like what am I thinking? Like he's yeah. never gonna be mad. He's never gonna feel. That's kind of what I'm hoping. You know. I'm hoping he's never gonna be. <laughs> I will say, I have a ch-
1: that one's hard for me right now. It is definitely healing process to mm-hmm. to know that, yeah, that they get to have that, um, yeah. and and I. I think You'll, allow You'll allow I'll it. I'll allow it. No, you're allowed, to, you're allowed to be angry. <laughs> I think we even had the discussion. We did, because I I that's I get triggered. That's I have a hard time because mm-hmm. of my past relationship. So sure. men who are angry feels really scary. And my yeah. my reaction is to jump and take care of everybody in the situation, make sure everything's everything's safe for everybody. Yeah. Um and Lee gave me the permission. He's like, No, you need to take care of yourself. If this, you know, if a scenario like this happens again, you leave. Yes. And I was like, what? Wait! Oh I didn't. Oh my god! I that's know. that's an option. Like totally. I, I I just get to like take care of me and my yeah. emotional state. I don't have to fix like take care of everybody in the room. Um, sure so that was just a really sweet like acknowledging. I'm still growing and working on this one, yeah. and um, uh, that felt that just felt really sweet to like honor. Like, yep, yeah, this is this one's going to be more difficult. Yeah. And I can I can take care of myself, and then he yeah. still gets to have his full experience and feelings that he yeah he gets to have as his own sovereign being yeah oh my
0: god and that to me is like the radical beauty of infinite relating which is just like what you just said like i get to have my own experience i get to take care of myself and i think that that dropping of obligation where it's like there's all this pressure to that i would put on myself at least in the past to like heal the rupture or like figure it out or fix it that's what a good partner does avoid it yeah (laughs) just like avoid the conflict and and the way now that that peop, that I'm getting much more comfortable just sitting, and in all my relationships too, with my kids, co-parent, you know, ex-husband, all these different relationships, where I'm able to like just slow things way down mm. and be like, okay, this is this is not urgent, you know, this needs to be addressed, but it's not it's not like ER crisis, <laughs> right. you know what right. I mean? Nobody's gonna die. I mean, maybe, but not in any way that I can prevent, you know, because right. we all could die at any moment, but um yeah but really putting things into perspective and recognizing that it is not my job to keep the relationship going like it's just not and the and the even just saying these things to each other this is why I think we keep talking about this because <laughs> it's like so helpful to remember like right like in in an infinite relationship I can do something to take care of myself yeah and the other person will do whatever they do. Like it's not my (laughs) responsibility or even business. Like I don't know what they're going to do in response. And I want to act in integrity with me. And my integrity nowadays wants me not to act like a shithead whenever (laughs) I can. Not like that, you know? And so I also am moving into a space of self-trust where I know that if I, like in the instance you're talking about with Lee, just, but with anyone, someone is expressing an emotion or anger in a way that makes me uncomfortable. So I just get in my car, drive away. Um, that that's not, that's not a fuck you. That's no, not game exactly. over. You know, that's, it's, that's, that's it's not a punishment. Act. That's the difference,
1: right? It's not like I'm punishing him. Yeah. It's, it's, it's and then itself, he yeah. can
0: do what happens next. And that's <laughs> the interesting part is like, I don't know. Right. You know, we don't know what's going to happen next and how often I feel like so many of those like fight scripts are actually just trying to steer an experience into well-known territory even if that territory sucks right you know it's like i want to win i want you to be wrong i want you to apologize i want to feel triumphant i mean it all is an effort to try to i want to feel safe again you know which i totally understand that impulse to be like this is scary i want to feel safe and you know how i've learned to feel safe is either dominate the conversation and win or subvert myself and let him win quickly so that we're appease, not in conflict yeah, anymore yeah appease, yeah. mollify, whatever placate yeah yeah like, and like you said those
1: in our system those feel safe and comfortable because mm-hmm. that's the patterns we've used before so they or yeah. they did yeah so those were the patterns they used mm-hmm. before but yeah there's no i mean like i said the notion of like oh, I, I can take care of myself and leave that that just it felt it felt like a bad partner it felt yeah. unloving it felt like the, it felt like the wrong thing to do on so many levels yeah. but really like you said like yeah, the, you get to take care of yourself. He gets to take care of it. And then what happens? Like, this is how we create whole new patterns. Yeah, we just like step into that. I don't know. Yeah, and trust that like when when things are calm and and when we've moved through that high intensity response or emotion or trigger or disassociation or whatever whatever it is, because we're not in that fuck you energy. I'm running away or I'm going to punish you. We know that when all of those those energies are calmed down we're going to come back together we're going to we're going to do a repair conversation we're going to check in we're going to see it's yeah we're going to we're going to see how we can love each other in ways that are um in integrity with both of our both of ourselves yeah
0: yeah and like or not you know because also that's also an option Is that that actually doesn't happen yeah and I think that that's the way that I'm also holding I think I say this often on the podcast, that I hold my relationship with Max, like, very lightly. Mm-hmm. Like, as deeply, madly in love with I am with him, and I hope that I get to be with him forever, whatever that means. And yeah. You know, it'd be great. Like, yeah. I love being with him. Like, yeah. I love it. I feel very, very healthfully attached to him, and in love, and all the good things. But I hold it very lightly, and I think that allows us both to move, um, and, like, find our position, for lack yeah. of a better way to say it, and kind of, yeah, allow some of that spaciousness, where it's like, it's okay. It's okay that last night, again, this is such a minor example, but it seems pertinent and I can remember it right now. So (laughs) it's okay that, you know, he left and I was, he could tell that I was kind of just, I was disappointed and I was a little like, whoa, okay, I'm readjusting this reality. And maybe my, I got a little teary eyed and stuff and gave him a hug and was like, okay, see you later, you know? Um, and that in, in our sovereignty, like we will both do something next and then something next, and then something next, and <laughs> something next. You know, right. we'll just keep doing things forever until we die. <laughs> and so those things might bring us closer together, or they might not. And I think that is a lot a huge part of the safety I take from infinite relating now, which is that it is not my job to control him, to try to keep him near me right. at all. Like then that really used to be my main project with a man was like, my whole job is to control myself and him so that we stay close to each other regardless of how miserable we are yeah that was the whole thing and now instead it's like okay like you said i'm gonna follow my instincts my impulses my needs he's gonna follow his yes it's wonderful when and in, in our situations we do keep showing back up for those repair conversations we do keep extending goodwill on both sides. You know, we do find each other again. Yeah. And that's why we're still together. Right. But if that stopped happening, which is totally an option, and I've been in relationships where I was like, if I didn't do double work, it'd fall apart. Absolutely. And now I'm like, okay, great. Let it fall. You right? know, like, I want that to fall apart I don't want to work so hard and be so miserable. No, yeah it just doesn't. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's also important for me to, to just name that, like, Maybe you don't actually come back together and have a nice repair. Mm. And that is yeah, really you. good information to have, which could lead you to, you know, approach a partner and say, hey, I want to get better at repair with you. Like, can we read a book? Can we go to therapy? Can we get some right. help? Can we practice this repair conversation you can find on the internet? Whatever. Yeah. Or it could lead you to be like, yeah, I don't think this person is not naturally moving towards me with like a, that olive branch extended and I'm not doing the same with them or whatever. Yeah. Just, it's like all information that we get to process through our systems to, to see like, where's like, who's, who's naturally like, who am I flowing towards? Who's flowing towards me? And like, where are we flowing away and not jumping to conclusions about that, but just noticing.
1: Yeah. This has actually been a really important part of my healing that I've noticed with Lee is because of the way he's so committed to repair that I've, I've gotten to heal, like feel this and heal. Mm. Like, Oh, this is what it's like to be with somebody who like, I trust if things are out of alignment, I don't have to chase him. Yeah. Right. Like totally. that was, I was, yeah, I was always chasing, doing the double work. And so now that is to me, I'm like, Oh, this is a new like essential building block of what I want in a relationship. Yeah. So if that stopped happening, that it wouldn't be okay anymore. Like yep. my, the bar is higher. Yeah. You know, which is like so good. <laughs> so good. Uh. Thank you. Lee. <laughs> but if it, but I would know now, like if that changed, I would, yeah, yeah, that would be, if I was having to chase him or if I imagine if he was having to chase me, it would just that my system now knows that like, no, that is, that is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. That's not part of what I want in, in this type of relationship. Yeah. And so that's, yeah, it feels, it feels really good to know, notice that, like these shifting paradigms, all these sh- these these patterns that we keep mm. talking about that are, are kind of part of our core response. Th- they they're they're shifting. Yeah. They're not. Those responses aren't always going to be the it's same. True, yeah.
0: we're changing. Ooh, so exciting! It's so exciting. I love just recognizing that. And I imagine people listening. You know, we have a, like we have a a solid number of folks like tuning into the podcast now that are really ingesting these ideas. And I imagine applying them to some degree to your relationships out there. Yeah. All y'all out there. And it's fun. I would love to hear how you're changing too. And because I I think it's very heartening for me. So many of these patterns in past relationships, you know, from childhood, it's just like, I don't know. This doesn't seem possible to change. You know, that's just how men are, or that's just how I am. You know, that's just like, this is my, my bad luck this lifetime. You know, there's all these assumptions of just like,
1: I'm broken. That's yeah. my, own. yeah, I'm broken because of these patterns. And so I can't, this is just how it's going to be. Right. Yeah. Totally and you're so. always going to be, have to work, working double. No, no, yeah. we don't. And we don't have to always, we're not always going to be as reactive as we used to be. Yeah. It totally. feels
0: really. feels so good. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Yay. Cheers, everyone. Yeah, we'd lo- we would love to hear, actually, about how this is changing your life, if it is, or how yeah. you find this, or how it's confusing or challenges yeah. and struggles with it, because, yeah. yeah, it isn't always fully clear. Totally. We have a Facebook group, Infinite Relating Podcast. We would love to hear from you. We have flirted with the idea of doing some live, like, Facebook, Instagram live podcast. Coming soon. Coming soon. I think it's going <laughs> to happen. I feel like it'd be fun, because yeah. then everyone could kind of weigh in in real time. And, yeah. and then maybe we can do some things on Instagram that way, too. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll keep you posted. Yeah. Until then, bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Hang out with us more at Love and stay infinite.